0: I'm Joe Catalano with an A.M. Quincy news update for Wednesday, October 26th. A malfunctioning tail light led to an arrest for driving a stolen car in Quincy Monday. Police stopped a vehicle at Quincy Avenue in Southern Artery at about 5 30 Monday afternoon after noticing the taillight not working. Police determined the car had been reported stolen from Boston. The driver, 20-year-old O'Kang Bino of Boston, and a 17-year-old female passenger were both arrested and charged with receiving a stolen motor vehicle. Bino was additionally charged with driving after his license was suspended. Quincy Public Schools have awarded 121 mini-grants to teachers and staff this year. Superintendent Kevin Mulvey says those grants this year total almost $41,000. Each year, grants are awarded to teachers and staff for special projects and programs that are not funded by the school budget. Money for those grants come from the school's community business, business and community partners, and to date, almost $551,000 in grants have been awarded since the partnership began. Mulvey says the mini grant competitive awards provide funds for Quincy Public Schools professional staff, which support the academic, emotional, and social development needs of their students. State Senator John Keenan of Quincy says that MBTA employees should be able to identify themselves and be rewarded for pointing out safety issues at the T. Keenan said the fact that workers are afraid to come forward is symbolic of the failed work culture at the MBTA. Former U.S. Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood said this week, that the tea should be dismantled and reimagined under the incoming administration. A fire in Duxbury on Monday prompted firefighters to remind people how critical it is to close doors if flames break out in your home fire started at a Lakeshore Drive home just after noon Monday. Firefighters were able to stop the flames from spreading to the living spaces of the home and no one was hurt. Duxbury Fire Department posted that the reason the flames didn't spread is that someone closed one interior door. A photo of the aftermath shows the charred door while the room next door was not damaged. A situate woman is facing her fourth OUI charge after allegedly crashing into a parked car early Sunday morning in Cohasset. 62-year-old Linda Burlingame was arrested and charged with the operation of a motor vehicle under the influence of liquor, negligent operation of a motor vehicle, and a Mark Lanes violation. Cohasset police responded to a report of a crash in the area of the border street bridge at about 12 30 a.m and found an unoccupied legally parked audi suv with rear end damage and an occupied honda sedan with heavy front end damage parked and running a short distance away police said they approached the honda and tried to talk to the driver who was later identified as burlingame but she appeared confused refused medical attention and attempted to start her car to drive away Police told Burlingame to turn off the car and step outside, but they took her into custody after she displayed obvious signs of impairment. Burlingame was arraigned Monday in Quincy District Court and released under the condition that she wear a location and alcohol monitoring bracelet. She's expected back in court on December 13th for a pretrial conference. Well, some speed restrictions on the Orange Line that have befuddled riders and slowed trips will stay in place into December, more than two months after the T completed a 30-day end-to-end shutdown aimed at fixing those issues. Most remaining slow zones on the Orange Line, particularly stretches north of downtown Boston, are scheduled to be lifted in November and December according to MBTA General Manager Steve Poftek. Officials at the state lottery are preparing to make the case that the legislature and next administration should provide it with more money for advertising as it faces the dual threat of an increasingly competitive gambling world and inflation that gnaws away at players' disposable income. Lottery sales in September were down, Over $40 million, or almost 9%, compared to September of 2021, and every single product was in the red for the month. Those market trends are impacting scratch ticket sales, which make up about 67% of the lottery's business, and are down over $70 million, or 6.7%, so far this budget year. Lottery officials say 2022 saw the largest year-over-year drop in real disposable income on record with the price of gasoline, home heating fuels, electricity, food, and basically everything else on the rise and squeezing workers, leaving people with less money at their disposal for things like the lottery. And the people who do want to buy lottery products now have fewer places to do so more than 400 lottery retail agents suspended operations during the pandemic, most of them becoming permanent closures. Governor Baker's administration confirming that it is inviting a small number of ex-state employees who lost their jobs for non-compliance with the COVID-19 vaccine mandate to return to work. Officials later clarify that about 50 people are eligible Across multiple state agencies, Baker imposed the mandate through an executive order which applied to over 41,000 executive department employees in October of last year. The mandate survived legal challenges filed by some unions. In December, the administration reported over 97% of the affected employees complied with the mandate or received exemptions. At the time, more than a third of those who applied for medical exemptions had one approved, but only about 6% of religious exemption applications were granted. In total, 988 people left the state workforce as a result of the mandate. That included 332 voluntary resignations and 656 who lost their jobs involuntarily. Baker said the policy was successful in boosting the vaccination rate among the state workforce and that the process for dealing with those who sought exemptions has been ongoing. Earlier this month, the state sent letters offering some of the ousted employees a chance to return. After test results published on Monday showed that Massachusetts students Have lost ground. The state education commissioner announced yesterday the department will be taking a more supportive role with school districts. DESE has historically seen its role as enforcing state and federal regulations, but new goals for the current school year reflect a shift in the department's vision of itself. Commissioner Jeff Riley presented four objectives for the remainder of the school year, providing support to accelerate student learning, building a diverse and culturally responsive workforce, cultivating safe and healthy learning environments, and aligning Desi supports to a shared academic vision of deeper learning. In line with his vision of shifting the department's role in the system, Riley said he'd like to continue to expand early literacy programs, after-school efforts, summer school, and early college. The department also plans to finalize a redesign of Individualized Education Plans, which support students with disabilities and English language learners, as well as developing new curricula for English learners. Riley also expressed support for grants for Acceleration Academies, Early Literacy Tutoring, the Biggest Winter Math Challenge, and after-school and summer programs. Check of business news. Stocks are mixed. The Dow was up 17. The Nasdaq dropped 165, and the S&P dropped 20. Asian stocks followed Wall Street higher yesterday, as hopes rose that the Fed might ease off plans for interest rate hikes, and Britain installed its third prime minister this year. The dollar is down. The euro rose. Oil at $84 a barrel. Sports Bruins beat Dallas 3-1 and they will host detroit tomorrow night at seven the national weather service forecast for today a dense fog advisory is in effect through the morning hours with scattered showers and a high of 66 degrees tonight cloudy a low of 60 tomorrow sunshine returns high of 68 sunny 55 on friday and sunny 60 on saturday for the boater waves One foot, light northeast wind, high tide, 1230 p.m. Sunrise, 709, set 545. Traffic note, 4 River Bridge scheduled to open Wednesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, October 26th.